Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Talking About the Big Stuff podcast with Michael Cole and Matthew Cravat. I'm Michael Cole. And I would be Matthew Cravat. Yeah, you left me hanging there for a second. Uh, all right, we have a guest today, and we're and uh, I'll just go ahead and, and introduce uh, Saba Ahmad. I I didn't realize I said your last name out loud before. What is it? Ahmad, but the Arabic people say Ahmad. Okay, yeah, I'm okay. not going to. Saba Ahmad, we're good. We will. Uh, tonight's part. Tonight's topic is. Uh, we're going to go back to conspiracy theories because we kind of talked about it a little bit. Uh, was it two weeks ago, three weeks ago, something like that? And like um, that. we we that wasn't the intended topic for that night. It just ended up being the, the topic we rambled on to. But tonight we're going to talk. We started about, with religion and conspiracy theory just with the natural next thing we talked about. <laughs> yeah. Um, so the reason why I wanted Subba on the show is that Subba and I uh, work together. And we've been talking about conspiracy theories for like a month or so, uh, driving our other coworkers nuts talking mm-hmm. about them. Because um, one day we were having this topic, we were having this conversation at lunch and about and it came up about, uh, about conspiracy theories. And I said, have you heard the theory about the birds? And we just immediately connected on the fact that we both had heard about the bird, uh, the birds being fake. Birds aren't real. And then Subba was hilarious trying to convince someone at work that 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 is a they don't exist. Yeah. Never seen a baby pigeon before. Never also watch the Black Mirror episode about the government bees. Yes. So that is actually where I wanted to go with this is so the the baby pigeon part, not the Black Mirror part. <laughs> I want to talk about our what we think is not necessarily good evidence but the most compelling or interesting evidence about some of our favorite conspiracy theories so like we're not going to try to convince people that's uh, of it but we're going to uh just kind of talk about like like you said the baby pigeon thing uh, is i think not a good argument but it is an awesome hilarious argument yeah so i mean, I, would, I would say as a skeptic that is categorized as lack of evidence is not evidence. So saying I've never seen a baby pigeon is not evidence that there are no baby pigeons. Oh, okay. Yeah. All but right. It, so it's a darn funny argument though. Yeah. But, uh, okay. So Saba, do you, other than that one, do you have any other that you want to like bring up right off the bat? Um, yeah. About how the moon landing was fake. Yeah. What's, what's your best, piece of of evidence for that um maybe the fact that the flag moves in the air but apparently there's no atmosphere or air that it should be able to move in yeah i i've seen some i've seen some debunking uh conspiracy theories on on the moon landing and I don't remember. I remember a bunch of the parts, and you picked the one that I don't remember how it was debunked. Well, because it it doesn't move because of air, or it doesn't move. It's it's it's. I mean, there's gravity on the moon. So if it was just a loose flag, it would be just laying you know flat against the pole. It wouldn't be out. It's on a wire to look like it's flapping in the wind. Otherwise, it wouldn't. You wouldn't be able to see the flag because there is gravity. It would just be hanging down. No, there's no wind to hold it up. So it's not a cloth flag. It's it's a metal flag or it's on a frame or something in, to look that way. And then the video is choppy because it's 1960s video. Okay, I got another one for you. If the spacecraft, like all of the parts start flying off once it goes into space, how do they make it back? Well, the parts that fly off are the first and second stage boosters that get past Earth gravity. You don't need those to get out of moon gravity. So where did it land once it came back to Earth? In the ocean. We have video of that. Helicopters go out there and pick the people up. <laughs> that's, on, that's on video. Well, my fa- I, I once um, found a video on YouTube that was this whole video about how if you look in the reflection of the glass of Neil Armstrong's mask, you can see proof positive that it was faked and then as you watch the video the camera gets closer and closer and closer and then it switch, switches to rick astley and it rick rolls you um and i posted it to facebook with a thing saying i can't believe 
that this conspiracy was actually true. This evidence is incontrovertible. And a friend of mine went on this tirade on my Facebook page saying, you're just another college educated idiot. I can't believe you believe this bullshit. He just goes on and on on me. And then I was like, Chuck, you obviously did not watch the video. You haven't addressed the proof at all. And he goes, well, I will. And the next post, I'm sorry, Matthew, you're 100% right. It's, it's obviously fake. I can't believe this has changed my life. Yeah, there, uh, a couple, like, this isn't a real conspiracy theory, but it, it is kind of why, uh, another reason why I thought, like, Subba would be great to bring on the show is last week we were talking, was it last week or two weeks ago with the, um, the, the vaginalist woman? Oh, yeah, I think that was last week, yeah. but it might have been two weeks ago, like, later in the week. Yeah. So we were talking at work and uh, this, the story, I forget, there was something else before that was a conspiracy theory. And then Seba says, tells us about this woman who didn't have a vagina, who got pregnant because she had given oral sex and then was stabbed and the sperm like went on the knife into her uterus. And, 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 we were like, no, that's absolutely not true. We were all being like, and then she hmm. pulls up. She was so, so dedicated that she went and found the story. It appears to be true based on like, I think it was ABC news. Like it was. they didn't was, believe my Reddit article at first. The Reddit article said some other stuff in there, but the ABC well, news one was legit. Well, and Reddit's not like a good source unless they quote their own sources. So, but it was, I it was just funny. Read, uh, I used to read a lot of weird but true stories when, when I was young. I remember scholastic books you can get uh, you know, at school. And I, yeah. I had I had one that had strange but true war stories. And one was about a woman who got pregnant in the Civil War because a man got shot, the, the buck shot or, or the bullet, you know, the, back then it was just like, you know, a piece of round metal, went through his testicles, got semen on it, and then hit a woman. And she got pregnant from from that. And it was... I don't know if it was true, but it was in the weird but true stories. And it's the same kind of thing. You know, if, if one of those things works, the other one can work just as easily. Yeah. I'd be a little more skeptical of that one because it's the Civil War. It's hard. I would imagine it's harder to have good records of that. But this, the one that Saba found was from 1988. So the, like the kid that was Practically born, the same thing. That's the same time period. Uh, yeah. But then the, there was enough, there was enough, um, pieces that and, and even like a doctor was saying like you know this is entirely possible that this could happen it's kind of like walking out your front door with a winning lottery ticket the night that it wins you know the super jackpot and getting struck by lightning it's not it's not gonna happen but it could happen kind of thing and yeah. well but, what what's what's interesting is like when you play like like the um the odds of something happening game right it's only a super, super long shot if you predict it first. Like the fact that True. this can happen, it's like, oh, it makes perfect sense that this would happen one time in history or even two times in history because it could happen. Yeah. And then the fact that it did happen is not a surprise. It would be a surprise if there was, you know, the day before she said, I better get stabbed tomorrow and get pregnant. Like that would make it a really long shot. Yeah, it's true. That's a good point. But that's, I just, when that, when we had that conversation, uh, I was like, oh, you know what? Like, it would be really fun to have Subba on. And um, I will say, I do want to say before we keep, before we go on, uh, real quick though, Subba, you are our first guest since uh, Matthew started co-hosting. So we are, if if this is a little clunky as far as the three person conversation, like it's just, Mike's fault. Just <laughs> it's always no, Mike's that's fault. it's all good. Um, I'm still trying to think of other conspiracies though. So. Yeah. Did you guys know that Finland is not real? You did. You told me this on that other episode, and I and just so you know, I think I think that's the episode that you listened to, right, Saba? Because I, I had Saba. Um, is that the Adam and Eve one? I didn't finish it. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, but I did get into the conspiracy part. Yeah. So I will not rehash the fact, but so you can you can listen later. But Finland is not real. Finland was was is a ploy created by the Japanese and the. Um, Russians so the Japanese could fish off of Russia and then transport the fish across Russia. That's the reason the Trans-Siberian Highway exists is to um, transport Japanese fish and they give a cut of the fish to the Russians. 
Yeah. People who think they live in Finland live either in Sweden or Russia, and they've just been lied to, and they they think they're in Sweden. They think they're in Finland, but they're not. They're in one of those other countries. 100% factual. Yeah. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I'll go next on my on. So uh, the piece of evidence for it, it's it's flat Earth. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't. I obviously don't think flat Earth is is real. Although it is interesting. So Sarah and I used to joke about how much we thought the flat earth thing was crazy and um i don't know if you guys know this but like in 2017 or 18 the flat earth the world the either u.s or worldwide flat earth um conference was in Cary. yeah so, well, i know i was there did, I, did was you not, go to it? Really? No, I was not I, I wasn't in the conference itself but um, you're, you're I was at a meetup I, I was at a meetup <laughs> i was at a meetup group that we meet monthly at um the rally point sports grill um cross street from sass on harrison and the convention was at the i don't know if it's embassy suite or comfort suite whatever it is that's right i think it's embassy suite that's right behind there that's where the conference was so we went to our normal meetup and we were told we couldn't have our room because our private room because it was already filled with people and we we were 100 percent sure they were from that conference like there's no reason that our room would be full one time ever and it was the time of their conference Nice. We wanted we wanted to go buy um those globe beach balls and like go and like see if we can sell them. <laughs> yeah, I like the um oh, what is the meme? It, it's it's a somebody screenshotted a Facebook comment where it says the flat flat Earth members uh, from around the globe has members from around the globe, and then the person commented, "Read that back real quick." <laughs> <laughs> so the United Nations logo is literally the flat Earth. With like little feather things around it. Why would the United Nations have the flat Earth with like Antarctica being a little ice wall mm-hmm. around? So I don't know well, if you guys heard of the other part of the flat Earth theory, the outer Earth. Mm. Um, so apparently, Antarctica is like an ice wall. That's why you can't go to every parts of Antarctica. You can mostly go with like scientific the- groups and stuff. Um, like you can only go where the UN will let you because the UN exactly. patrols the ice wall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then I actually Atlantis, would love to go to the outer Earth because this Earth I'm not liking so much. Sometimes apparently Atlantis is out there too. Nice. If you if you get a chance, and this is a little bit of a spoiler for this movie, but you should uh, check out Strange World on uh, the Disney movie, and I won't say anything more than that because that is in itself a little bit of a spoiler but um wait has it came out yet yeah it came out in november i got very very intoxicated and went and saw that movie i got uh very intoxicated at and went to see strange world with sarah and logan and the two of them i don't think gave a shit about the movie they just passed out and i was like this is so cool. Like, cause they're the graphics were crazy and like the concepts were, you know, really bizarre. And I, it was, it was a good, good time. Um, but my, my favorite flat earth, uh, evidence or the, or I wouldn't say favorite. I, I have two, I, my favorite and my, what I think is to some degree, the most compelling, which is a really low bar just so we can, <laughs> um, there are two separate ones, but my, my lowest, my, my, my most compelling piece of evidence, you mentioned it today at work, Subba, is the fact that we don't really have a, I, I believe that they've said we don't have a, um, a full image of the earth that's undoctored from space. Like everything oh. we have is composite. I'm not saying it's compelling. I'm saying it's that's the because it's compelling. a sphere. And the only way you'd be able to do that is composite. No, 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 but they're saying I've. Oh, that makes way more sense. I yeah. was just, just, I was assuming that like every satellite that was taking those pictures wasn't far out enough, and so they were, they were. That's what no, I, I mean, thought. There's, there's the inf- the, the famous um, pale blue dot photo that I think Cassini oh, took okay. as a past Saturn that shows the whole Earth from a distance. But yeah, the reason you see it because you see them these things like lit up, like all the countries lit up, and the only way to do that is to do a composite. The picture gotcha. would only one little area would be lit up if it was just one shot, and you wouldn't appreciate the photo. Sure. Should we consider changing the name of the podcast to Mike Cole is a bad skeptic and Matthew <laughs> fixes everything he says? Um, I feel I like we did that two weeks ago too. Like, yeah. <laughs> so, 
so what what I really like is the um the flip uh argu- uh, uh piece of evidence or no not evidence but but fact about the flat earth of course fact um Antarctica is is it's an ice wall uh patrolled by the UN as we established factually we know that yeah but the arctic is just like a frozen area in the center of the disk that is you know the flat earth and that's the entrance to the hollow earth so if you can get far enough into the Arctic, you can go into the caves where the subterranean. Oh my God, there were so many layers of the Earth. <laughs> yeah, I forgot about. And I didn't realize they could all work together because there's also Donut Earth, which I don't know if that works with the other theories. Oh, but... it does. I mean, because you can go down the Donut Hut for a while, and then like there's you know like caves in the side of the cliff kind of okay. thing of the Donut World again. Yeah, what's really great is um, at Flat Earth and similar conventions they can't call each other out on bullshit because they all have the same no evidence to prove what they're saying and bad assumptions so for them to prove someone else wrong kind of proves them wrong so they all accept everything anything that's brought up they're like well yeah that like even when they they have a different theory for what the earth is shaped like they still have to accept the other person's theory as being valid and possible because did you guys uh, know that apparently, so I don't know if you guys learned this in school, but we learned it was like the crust, the mantle, the outer core, the inner core, and then the little ball core thing. Since it's not actually proven, that's actually still a theory, by the way. <laughs> you and I have already had this conversation. So Matt, Matthew, I'm going to let you field this one. No, no, I got nothing to say about it. I don't know enough geology to know if that's just commonly accepted because of all the observable evidence we have supports that. And so that's what we believe it is with a high certainty. I, I mean, I'm sure we haven't proven it. We haven't put it, taken a core all the way to the thing. The question is, what's the level of certainty that geologists have based on all the evidence they can collect? I saw a documentary where Hillary Swank went down to the way, yeah and there was hollow earth right she went through the hollow earth to get there Did she yeah i forgot about that part yeah mm-hmm. i yeah um what so my hillary swing is a movie from like 2003 or 4 she's an actress my kung fu is strong it was like a it was the the earth's core had stopped spinning and the earth was either overheating or was underheating stanley or tucci was it stanley tucci's invention that that broke it was that the same movie i don't I remember it was you, you broke it. The fact that Hillary Swank did I say Hillary Swank or Hillary Duff? Swank. It's Hillary Swank. <laughs> Hillary Swank. Duff would have been like twelve when that movie came out. So she's always twelve. She wasn't the one. She's not twelve now. She's thirty-five. She's quite attractive. And uh but um what was I starting to say? Oh, I don't know. Um so my that that was my most compelling argument for Flat Earth was that that composite thing which obviously not that compelling my favorite (laughs) argument so i watched a video i watched like a half hour video on because i wanted i was curious as to why people believed it so i wanted i watched a video of a guy like i will convince you or whatever and and it was a long video and i don't remember much from it but i remember at one point they take like one of those sponge balls and they fill it with water and then they spin it and the water flies off and they're like, if the Earth is a is a sphere and it's spinning, why isn't the ocean flying off? And I was like, that's the dumbest shit I've ever heard. Uh, uh, like, and then the second part, the, but the second part, which is actually my favorite thing that came up in it, was they were talking about if if the Earth is spinning, or if the Earth is flying through space at what is there like 35,000 miles an hour or something like that like the earth is spinning or sorry flying around the sun at about 35 well I'm going to throw that number out there that is could be complete bullshit I don't remember the exact number but um so 35,000 miles an hour the earth is going up that fast and that and then he goes well if that even if even without the spinning if that was happening he goes why why wouldn't the water be showing like why would the water be pulling back to one side of the planet and i was like has this guy never been like in a car or on an Th- airplane throwing a ball with, in the air with with a, with a cup like with just a cup of like yeah. you could be on an airplane and your cup of water is sitting pretty damn still and he just didn't understand that concept i'm like this is the most provable like some of it like we can't all just get in a rocket and prove you know, again, and shoot up there and, and, and find out that it's 
you're not but like everybody can go get in the car and just yeah. like sit like, like something i mean yeah there's bumps fly. in the road or not not everybody can fly but still like everybody has some access to to the ability to move with a cup that like isn't going to just right. fly out of the cup you know the water isn't gonna fly out of the cup right, like and when I you're a kid and you you know two kid two siblings in the back seat of a car throwing a ball back and forth to each other the ball didn't shoot to the back of the car when you throw it to each other you're all yeah. moving together yeah um did you guys you guys know Man, the mandela effect right it's not really a conspiracy but um do you i know like some really good ones if you guys have you heard the febreze one how many no, I, don't, I don't know the febreze one you've you've yeah. told me but you go ahead go ahead we're not strictly into one topic on this podcast <laughs> we we it's it starts off with a topic and then we just kind of go where we're going to go. So like <laughs> Mandela effect works fine. And Mandela effect is, uh, is a real thing. Like that's, I, I think it's pretty provably real. Um, so like, I have no problem yeah. talking about this. Yeah. It's very provably real that people have really bad memories and think things are wrong. You know why, and then they think they were right. This may be another conspiracy, but um it's because they're from a different dimension where it was like that. Right. Well, no, it's not from a different dimension. It's that the time shift. Yeah, time. The, the dimensions overlap every once in a while, and our history keeps changing. And so people remember the old history when the new history happens. Yeah. Except, or it's also like if you show people current logos for things and say which one's right, the one on the left or the one on the right, people get it wrong all the time. And you show them a logo that's ten years old, and they swear they were right the first time. Well, my favorite. I mean, Fruit of the Loom. Do you guys remember that mm-hmm. logo? Vaguely. What did I it don't look? have? Men- I don't have mental images, so mm-hmm. a lot of this. Oh yeah, this not good for you. Is worse for me oh, yeah. than it is for the average person. <laughs> I still can remember the logos and stuff, though. Like I know that the Fruit of the Loom thing had, you know, that little basket. It has a name for it. People think there's a cornucopia in the Fruit yeah, of the that. Loom. Yeah. Yeah, I swear I had one, like holding all the fruit. Like there wasn't just fruit. Yeah. Well, one well one of the characters I think was leaves, so I think there were leaves around it. I think, you know, because I'm looking it up right now. (laughs) There were leaves, and the leaves are brown, so it can easily give you the impression of a cornucopia. Oh yeah, it does kind of look like. I think you're right, Matthew, that it's the brown leaves that look like a cornucopia. Sometimes they're brown, sometimes they're green, but yeah, there's leaves. Oh, the leaves are usually not brown. They're supposed to be green. Yeah, I've seen them both ways, but the character in the commercial was definitely brown. When I I was a kid, the the commercial characters was was done both ways. Remember, there was a green one and a brown one. Like. Oh, here we go. Oh, Logopedia. Look, do yeah. you see that? Right, but I think every place, if you look at that, it probably says Mandela Effect version. Like, I, it's probably listed as, this is what people think it is in the Mandela Effect. If you find the old, I mean, the, the idea of the Mandela Effect is that it's unfalsifiable because if, the whole idea is that if you go back and look at an old YouTube video, this, you'll see the one that you don't remember and swear that the video is wrong. The cornucopia was introduced on April 1st, 2022. April it's, 1st? Do you believe that? April 1st? That's what I mean. No, I remember that from being a child. No, it's the that's Mandela true. effect, and they were playing on the Mandela yeah, effect. Yeah, they did it as an April 1st. Mark yeah. April Fool's joke. That's so funny. But I'll say, there are a few, like right now, if you play, you know, find a website for has, compare the logos, say which logo's right and which logo's wrong for current things, you get half of them wrong, because we don't remember those details, and we just make it up what we think we remember. No, there's no way. But everyone collectively remembers it. Like, there's like articles. I don't remember it. There, there's it's uh, things that uh, that are commonly remembered incorrectly. Okay. Does Kit Kat have a dash in the middle? I don't know. I have no idea. I'm not the right person for this game. I don't know because I you could like show me something and I'd be like I don't know what it is. I don't think it does, but I but I'm not sure. But the thing is, if you don't think if you if you if you're not sure, like I'm not sure and I don't think it does, I'm gonna picture it without, and that's gonna become set in my head that without is the right way because that's what I pictured. If you think it does, you're gonna picture it with, and that's gonna become the right way. 
You're just showing yeah. off now. Picture in this and picture in this. I'm sorry. Fuck sorry. Kid. If I remember that's making, the end of the podcast. If I remember <laughs> I meant if I remember making notes about how a candy bar looked once one time. Is that yeah. better? Yeah. Um, did you guys know what the Mandela effect was based on? Nelson Mandela. Mm-hmm. People thought he was dead for a long time and then yep. he he is he has been dead for a little bit now. He's probably close to ten yeah. years. When, when he so came out of prison, he was dead in the nineties. Yeah. People thought he died in prison, and then he was released from prison and became president of South Africa. And they were like, "But I thought he was dead." Or the Tupac theory, oh, the, yeah. tu- the Tupac theory, the Elvis theory. Though actually, that's funny because it's like the opposite of the Mandela effect, and those are conspiracy theories. So, yeah. okay, mm-hmm. how about how about this? Let's flip. Tupac the Tupac theory. has some good evidence, or it's not evidence, but good arguments. I don't remember them all, but when I was like nineteen, I used to read on some old old school websites the html was hardcore old but they would talk about all the uh different things about tupac so like in one of his songs he mentions biggie's death but biggie died six months after he did and like that was an awesome conspiracy theory like did he actually mention or did he mention like a death and people said that means biggie like i I don't know they quoted the lyric which was like uh i forget how it it's been a long time. I mean, yeah. when I was like 19, that was half my life ago. Um, Damn. Star. That was yesterday. <laughs> Damn. <is> <laughs> uh, Subba makes fun of me for being old all the time um, at work. He literally he was... gets my age wrong every time, though. Like, he makes me one year old, younger on purpose, I swear. No, you're 23. Yeah, right? now you got it right. Yeah. Well, when I sent you the you're, email, you're you're, you're 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 older than one of my three children. Yeah. <laughs> she she also so sub is the first coworker that I've had that um was born after I started high school. Because when 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 I was setting her up with stuff at work, she had her Gmail entered in and out, and she came in the first day. I was like, "Is this the day you were born?" And she's like, "Yes," and I was like, "Oh." I, I started high school two months before that. So. Yeah, um, but I was still a 90s baby. Yeah. By At least it's not like 2000 and. Yeah. It's like that, there's that's, more. That, that's my youngest. My, my kids are <laughs> 97, 98, and 2002. Nice. My kid is 2016 and <laughs> yet determined. We'll see if I have another kid, hopefully. Um. So how about this? Um, let's say tomorrow morning um, when you turn on the news, I'm sorry, when you boot up your newscaster device on your phone, um, there's an announcement that so-and-so celebrity who we thought was dead faked his death or her death and is still alive, just been revealed. What celebrity would it not surprise you? I actually, well, I think Tupac, honestly. Um because because the, the there's a good amount there. He released so much fucking music after he died. I, or I someone say, did. So, well, I mean, he has a pretty distinctive voice. I think. I mean, somebody I, released his music after. He died. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I think I think Tupac would be the least surprising for me. Also, like unlike you know, people talk about Elvis mm-hmm. and like yeah, Elvis could be alive still. He wouldn't be that old, but he'd be in his late eighties. So like. It was possible, like you, you know, if, Wait, if how old would Tupac be? Tupac would have been fifty last year. <laughs> younger than me, he'd be younger than me. <laughs> yeah. So, so like the idea that if you know Tupac hadn't been shot, he'd probably be alive right now. So like, whereas Elvis, if he hadn't died of drug overdose, could very well have died of cancer or something. You know, like he's, oh. uh, I think he's a year younger than my grandfather, so he'd have been like he'd be eighty-eight this year. Elvis. So, like, there's a decent chance he'd have been dead either way. So, that would be more surprising. Especially than eating mummies and zombies and vampires and stuff. Yeah. What about you, Subba? Who's your your unsurprising or your less least surprising celebrity fake? Um, I don't know. Juice World. Juice World. He yeah. has been at least. He's like your. He was. He'd be like your age, right? He's not that old. Um, he I died at like 19 so. or 20. Right? Yeah, he was very young. This is a rapper. Um, thank you. Thank you so much. I'm like, um, we did like an amusement park close and I don't know about it. Um, 
Yeah. Juice World was born December 2nd, 1998. So he's literally like one year older than me. Yeah. Nice. And what about you, Matthew? Uh, okay. So, Saba, you never, you never heard of this person. And Michael, you probably did because you're a comedian, like you're a comedy junkie. Like yeah. you wouldn't have, like other people your age probably haven't, but you're a comedy junkie. So you have um, Andy Kaufman. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. I, I want to rescind yeah. my answer. Yeah. So Andy Kaufman was a comedian. Uh, he was on the show Taxi. Played Latka. Um, he my was, favorite movie of all time is the movie about his life, which is Man called on the Man Moon. on the Moon. Yeah, which is based on an REM song about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so he was known for elaborate practical jokes. Like yeah. he used to dress in a fat suit and a bad tux and tons of makeup and go on stage as a bad comedian named Tony Clifton and mm-hmm. pretend he wasn't himself. Bad even comedian shook, slash lounge lounge singer. Lounge lizard. Yeah, like a lounge lizard comedian. That doesn't mean anything to you either, but still. Um, and then he would, even when he was doing the TV show Taxi, he showed up on set as that character in costume with prostitutes looking for Andy. Legit prostitutes. Yeah, legit. He hired prostitutes to come in with him. And none of the cast knew it was him. And then when it got out to the comedians that who it was and the comedians started knowing it, he and his partner trained his partner to do the voice and do the routine and he wore the suit and he went up on stage and while he was doing the routine Andy came into the comedy club and sat in the back with the comedians and they were like wait how are you here you're on stage and he was like no that's Tony's on stage what are you talking about he was like he was kind of like Borat only less political just like trying to yeah like he'd stay in character like that and he would just do insanely strange things. Like he showed up on Saturday night live once to do a comedy routine. And his routine was he played a record album of the theme song of mighty mouse. And then whenever it came to the part where it said, here I come to save the day, he did a quick lip sync of here I come to save the day. And then just stood there for a minute until it came back around nervous, looking looking like he was having stage fright. When is he going to jump in? Like he didn't know when he was going to jump in. And in one of his stand-up shows in New York city, at the end of the show, he rented a school bus and he loaded the entire audience onto the school bus, took them to a nearby elementary school that he had rented and had milk and cookies in the cafeteria for all the audience of his show. So Matthew, you know, in the movie, there's, there's the old lady that like has the heart attack and then he, he brings out the like sh- he acts like a shaman and like yeah, revives yeah, yeah. her. Do you know who the actor was that played the real her in real life when they did that on stage? I do not. It was a, it was a male actor. In the movie, it was like they actually hired an old lady, but in the in the real life version, it was Robin Williams dressed up as an old lady. Of course, and it he was. pretended to die, and then they did like a thing, like they put a blank, like a napkin over her face, and then there's like doing this in front of the face, and then. Get she like sits up and like like she's been revived by, you know, him chanting some shit yeah. at her. So and he ended up dying of very aggressive cancer, and he um, supposedly I have no reason to, to actually doubt this part. Like went to like South America where they did like you know like shaman things to try to help him. He did like psychic surgery because he had like pancreatic or something like where there was no chance he was going to survive and medically. And so he, and he did every alternative medicine he could so like it kind of felt like he was doing a gag as he's like you know talking about these alternative medicines he's doing yeah that would be that's a good one he i he died three months before i was born so i would like to think that he's still alive and that he could i I, at this point though if he's still alive he's not coming back out into he's not gonna i mean like he'd be under 80 i mean like he could like be revealed like now that he's old and gonna die like he could come out and say you know he went to the same high school as my Mm -hmm. mother-in-law yeah, and they like grew up like blocks apart, and they're only like three or four months apart in age. Um, yeah. He died so my I, junior it, year of high school to make me that much older than you. Yeah. That's crazy. I so like I can't remember my other conspiracies. Let me see. Have you guys? Okay, so one. Um, I used to watch these Shane Dawson conspiracy theory videos. Have you guys ever seen them? I've heard of him. I don't think I've seen the videos. So this was back in like middle school when I used to actually watch YouTube videos. Um, I used to watch his conspiracy theories and it would be like something about your iPhone, like watching you and the Twin Towers um, and stuff like that. And he would like go really deep into it and make a whole like video about it. But I watched them like so long ago, I can barely remember them. 
So one of the things I love about conspiracy theories is when the real facts are like more believable than the conspiracy. Theory. Like you don't need the conspiracy theory. It's just making things more difficult to believe it. Yeah. Like chemtrails, you know, and people say, oh, when you look up at a plane and you see the, the chemtrails, you know, they're dropping chemicals on your head to control you. And I'm like, what don't they control yet? Like, why would they need to control us? Like, you don't we're already... believe that? Have you not heard of the recent conspiracy theory, the Ohio train derailment? I don't think you need a conspiracy for that. that our government screwed up. Well, okay. So it was a train full <laughs> of hazardous chemicals. And you know what the government did? They burned it. But to safely burn vinyl chloride, which is the chemical, you have to burn it at like a really, really high temperature, which is what they're saying, not high enough. And so there was like apparently acid rain and stuff all over Ohio. The fish in the ocean or the lakes all around yeah, that area are dying. This is a conspiracy theory or this is just true. Our government did this a horrible true. job. Yeah. That's, <laughs> well, that is true. That there's, there's a, uh... I think that might just be right. <laughs> Yeah, there's a a couple things that sound like conspiracy theories that like, you know, the like the the crack ep- epidemic. Like there's a good amount of evidence that like while I'm not sure I believe the government introduced crack, they definitely like focused it on, mm-hmm. you know, and they did a lot to to, you know, there's that. There was uh there was a lot of experimentation. A lot of the, if if it's if the victim of a of a conspiracy theory is black people in the United States, is it a conspiracy theory or is it true? Like, it's kind of tough. Like there's a lot. Cause there was, there was, um, there was a lot of experimentation with, uh, not hysterectomies. I can't think of the, it's, there was a lot of birth, con- like forced birth, sterilization, forced sterilization yeah. in the, in the, in the South, in the forties, fifties, maybe earlier than mm-hmm. that of black people so that there would be less black people. Like those things have been kind of, as far as I am yeah. aware, they've been proven to be yeah. correct. Or uh, yeah, you know. So there's there is a lot there that and and it, where do we decide? Because eventually, if if something conspiracy theory we've kind of taken to mean isn't true, but conspiracy theory doesn't automatically mean it. Just right. means that conspiracies exist. There's a reason the word exists. There are <laughs> conspiracies. It's mm-hmm. seeing them when the evidence points the other way. And it's like one of my favorite takedowns of the flat earth was, I don't remember if it was a rapper or some celebrity, took a picture from New Jersey across the river from New York and said, look, from this distance, if the B-O-B. earth were curved, it was B.O.B. If the earth were curved, you shouldn't be able to see those buildings behind me and you can see them all. And then Neil deGrasse Tyson is like, um, you can't see the first five floors behind you because of the curve. Like if you look, mm-hmm. you don't see the bottom. You're not looking straight ahead at the people walking. You see the buildings because they're tall. Like that, yeah. you just like your own picture disproves your theory. Yeah. They did that with another um, experiment. It was like if the Earth is flat, this should be able to shoot through. Like they shot something through two holes a certain amount of distance apart, and they were like. It should shoot through both of them. It only shot through the first and not the second, so they disproved light. It was it was oh, it might light be light. It be a yeah, laser, because, yeah, yeah. Because light won't be pulled in by gra- not by Earth's gravity. Not as much, um, yeah, yeah. And so light um, should it should stay observably straight. It you know there's no there's not enough distance for light to start arcing under the Earth's gravity for you to have possibly notice that difference so it should be you know like it from here to the moon there isn't enough distance probably for a human to recognize that level of curvature that's that's how straight it should be and speaking of the moon and the moon landing you know that you can actually um shoot a laser to the moon and the uh, um one of the moon landings left like a thing that you can hit with a laser and see it in your in your telescope that you hit it you know which is kind of like pretty hardcore proof that we landed on the moon like you can that actually yourself. Yeah. if there is a moon yeah. unless yeah unless right? the moon, well, that's the guy the moon's just so just part is... of the dome it's just an image on the dome that's moving so it's really so, sophisticated Saba, if you really dig conspiracy theories there's a podcast mm-hmm. you have to listen to it's called be reasonable it, it's from the uk it's a guy named michael marshall and he interviews conspiracy theorists of all kinds and he never argues with them like he'll say to them what is your response to people who say 
what about X, Y, Z? But like, he won't tell them they're wrong. He just wants them to say everything they can say about their conspiracy, and you get to hear all their details. Mm-hmm. And he had a guy once uh, who was a flat earther who believed that gravity is not real. It's just the earth is moving really, really fast through space, flat, and you're just being pushed down by how fast earth is moving. And he doesn't believe that stars and planets are real. They're just, they're lights in the sky. They're not real. Um, and Point Point Marsh asked him something like, is there any conspiracy that you don't believe? You seem to believe every conspiracy that's come up, you know, anywhere in conversation. And he goes, well, there's one I don't believe. And then Marsh laughed and said, you don't believe in the face on the surface of Mars, right? And the guy goes, right, because there's no such thing as Mars. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he has great conspiracy so, theorists. That's so, funny. Um, do you guys believe in aliens? I believe... Yeah, I work with... My wife is not from America, so... <laughs> I believe... Alien aliens. I believe that given what i know about the universe it makes sense that there is life outside of earth and that if if it's as vast as i understand it to be that there could be intelligent there is likely to be intelligent life outside of earth do i, I say, believe that they've well, been here that's a different question you know yeah. i would say that given the enormity of time and space there certainly probably that's is true. like either was intelligent life will be intelligent life you know or is one of the other and but the the odds of there being intelligent life at the same time that we're intelligent close enough to ever reach us that is either ridiculously small or it's like star trek and star wars and there's life teeming everywhere and it's ridiculous that we haven't been visited a hundred thousand times like it's one or the other either life is everywhere and we should have been we should know it already or life is so far away or so di- distant in time that we'll probably never know it. Though I would love you guys for it to happen. believe in the conspiracy that we actually came from Mars and we fucked up the planet and then came to Earth and Elon is trying to bring everyone back home. So <laughs> I believe Elon came from Mars. So yeah, maybe yeah, that would make sense. <laughs> I heard. Have you heard song. all the Daddy Elon <laughs> jokes? No. Really? No. What I was going to say about the Mars thing, though. So so Matthew and I listened to what podcast were we? Oh, we listened to a podcast um, and this week on Mon- Monday and, and it was I was planning. Obviously, we were planning on doing this episode before that episode came out. But um, the they were talking about conspiracy theories and specifically how they like most of the time are anti-Semitic and. Cognitive dissonance. Aaron Rabinowitz was the guest. Yes, yeah, but and we talked about Aaron on the podcast last week or the week before. But he, um, they were that was the person I said Saba that I would have to prep prep for the interview a little bit better because I'm just oh, yeah. used to having friends on the on the show. But um, yeah, he was saying that, and he mentioned the Mars. He mentioned there's two opposing theories. Uh, one is that Africans were the real people and aliens came here to improve upon uh the they, they tweak the genetics so that tweak the genetics to make white. us to make the per- and then there's the opposite which is we're the fucked up one us meaning white people not i don't know where it's all white or black in this situation there is no option that i've heard outside of that and then that they tweaked us to make black people better and and I and well, so like I, I you mentioned I, that like that is those might be connected to the theories that I'm I was I would about. think the conspiracies probably are that white the, the the white supremacists say that it was white people and then all other races were created from them and the the black conspiracy theorists say it was black people and all the races were created by them by yeah. aliens coming down and Marvel Comics pretty much says the same thing about humans superheroes and mutants so. Do you guys, uh, I, Sub, I'm, I'm assuming you're, you're going to say no to this, but Matthew, do you know who Ron Funches is? Nope. <laughs> um, I, I didn't think you would because it's. I do not know it. I, I know the name, and as soon as you say it, I'm going to say, oh, yes, of course I know, but, but yeah. uh, off the top of my head, I don't know. But I, he's, I think a, I'm he's a comedian. He's like a year or two older than me. He's not, he's not very old. He's been famous for maybe 10 years. He has this special, this stand up bit where he talks about, he says, uh, he talks about how like some people don't believe in any conspiracy theories. He's like, you don't believe in any conspiracy theories? 
that I showed you this one, right, Seba? Yeah. Yeah. And he goes, that's a strong stance to take. You think that the government's just batting a thousand and telling us everything? He goes, because I'll tell you this. The government is in charge of, of 365 million people. I'm only in charge. I have one son and I'm in charge of just one, one young man. And I lie to that N word all the time. (laughs) And so I, I do feel like there is some, like the idea of none of it being true is, is funny to me too. Like, I, I think in my head, there's a difference between being lied to about a topic and a full conspiracy. Yeah. It comes to conspiracy and the conspiracy yeah, like the theory conspiracies realm of the world. are all the government um, things like, you know, 9-11 and all that. But have you guys heard the conspiracy that the government coined the term conspiracy theories um, so that people who start talking about stuff just sound crazy? <laughs> that I does know. that actually. That's nice. It I sounds like kind of reasonable. Like it's very meta, which I like. And, but it sounds like I wouldn't be completely surprised by something like that either. Cause the, the government would be doing some shit like that. <laughs> like, Hey, we don't have to, we can just kind of have them write off everything. If we just like make some conspiracy theory shit, like and make up a term and like make these people seem crazy. And then they'll, you know, the real stuff will seem crazy the fake stuff will just add to the crazy factor. So, yeah. I just looked it up on Wikipedia, and not that we can trust Wikipedia because they're in on the conspiracy. But they say the first use was um, a letter to the editor to the New York Times in 1863. Damn. About how the British were weakening the U.S. by instigating the Civil War. That was his conspiracy. And that's where it got yeah. the conspiracy. Or he was he wasn't claiming that he was trying to debunk that conspiracy theory. He called it a conspiracy theory. Yeah. Well, was it an anonymous person? Was the person named? Um the American author author Charles Astor Bristed. He oh. has the quote in there. Um he was an American scholar and author who wrote under the pen name Carl Benson. Under the pen name. Well, that's one of the way oh, one of the ways he wrote. People had pen names. That's common. That's not yeah. What if that's he's normal. just someone from the government that just happens to have a pen name? But, but he wrote this under his real name, though. He didn't write it under his pen name. He wrote it under his real name. Oh. He just he published some of his stuff under a pen name. So, oh, before I, I think we can start wrapping things up because um, we got to wrap. I hate when we wrap. Yeah. <laughs> but we. Uh, but uh, so anyway, what I was going to start to say was. Um, I'm just going to leave us with one little thought because because Saba and I work in the same building as the FBI field office for for uh, North Carolina, and when we well, hello, when she started listening, yeah, when well, especially with there's two of us on this on this, uh, no, but when when we started working, uh, when when Saba started working with me, I mentioned that like very matter of factly, like oh yeah, the FBI is upstairs, and. And there was how long was it, Subba, before you figured out that I was not lying to you? Um, a couple days. It a week. literally didn't take that long because one, I saw a car, and I swear it said FBI on the license plate. It was like FBI dash whatever, and apparently like highway patrol cars say HWP. So I was like, oh shit, it's the FBI. Yeah. And then also, if you look up the maps, like on Apple Maps, if you look up FBI. Um, around Raleigh, it literally shows our office. Yeah. But it was funny because like there was, I don't know, four or five days into working with me, she comes in, she goes, oh my God, you weren't lying about the FBI. And I was like, no. (laughs) And now ever since, ever since like anything that happens, I'm like, well, maybe it's the, you know, the power flickers. And I'm like, maybe it's the FBI. Hi everybody. This is Mike editing the podcast this week. And I just wanted to cut in here really quickly to explain something that happened since we recorded that I thought was interesting and kind of related to this. So today at work, um, we had window cleaners coming in and they were making a big, uh, noise. They were making a lot of noise. And I had to explain to Saba that, um, it was going to suck because now we would have windows flying, uh, would have birds flying into our windows all day because we have birds flying into the windows a lot during the year. Um, but now with clean windows, we would, 
And Saba's response, which was excellent, was immediately she just said, Oh yeah, that's because the birds are trying to get back to the FBI office to recharge. So when we were in Vegas, Saba was cleaning the office and doing some stuff, and she found this room. And she's like, I found a room. It just has a chair in it. And I was like... And the fridge. And, and oh, you didn't say the fridge. You didn't mention the fridge when I first... So oh. I was like, what? I was like, oh, it's probably like an interrogation room or something. And I was, and she's like, you want to see it? And I was like, sure. And so she brings me. And you have to... In our building, you have to badge in. We have to badge in, even though we don't work for the FBI. Um, the FBI had a whole bunch of shit on my building. I have to badge in my, my building. Door. I don't work with the FBI. Oh, yeah, yeah. They had a lot of little security stuff up there. Yeah, but we um we have to badge in. So you, we had to badge into this little room and it had like a it had the vacant it said vacant like in green and you could like turn it on the door handle. So we had badge in, open it up and she's like, "What is this room?" It was it was a lactation room. <laughs> and, and and then I tell her and nobody believes me because of, I'm the Why I'm would the they? Du- I'm the dude in the office. Why would I know about lactation? Yeah, we had to hear it from all the other girls in the office before we actually believed him. Yeah. That's a good general rule not to believe, Michael, until you have collaborating evidence. (laughs) That is is true. Like I said, it's going to be Michael Cole is a bad skeptic. (laughs) With with debunker Matthew Cravat. I'm old. I've been debunking for decades. Well, thank you for coming on, Subba. Um, Do you have anything that you want to tell tell our audience usually like we would say if if you have anything you want to shout out but oh yeah know. um stay woke <laughs> sweet sounds good all right thank you for for coming on um and uh matthew thank you we will we'll be back you and i will be back in like two minutes to record the next episode yeah uh, yeah you guys have fun with that thank you thank you all right and uh Everybody, Bye, if, if you if you uh, if you could just like or, or if you could go on our our your our podcast app and and give five us a star good rating, rating five star <laughs> rating, that would be great. Um, and just you know, make sure you're subscribed and listening every week because we talk about crazy uh, shit sometimes. So it's <laughs> it's fun. Uh, and hey, everybody, things. I've got a new hobby. Me and my brothers are reviewing food restaurant foods food we bought in grocery stores anything that we can be goofy and make some jokes about and do quick reviews on um it's on our former hot sauce channel so there's a lot of old videos about hot sauce so if you go on youtube and search for cravat attack that's k-r-e-v-a-t-a-t-t-a-c-k as one word cravat attack um you'll find us and we do we have a lot of old hot sauce reviews and now we've got um restaurant reviews from around the country um as we vacation and travel and for me, I've got nothing but this podcast <laughs> in my life. So. <laughs> so please make sure that you're subscribed. No, I've got I've all my other shit. Like I'm writing, I'm working on a novel. I can't really shout out a novel right now. Come by the house and read a chapter. I have 65 <laughs> pages written. Like, you can't, like, there's nothing we can do with that. Uh, in like three or four years, I will be able to plug that. And hopefully we'll have an audience at that yeah. point. All right. Bad skeptic. All right. Well, I'm hanging. I'm I'm ending the recording.